0: Hi, this is Rishabh and this is Vanita. Welcome to Connect the Dots podcast where we want to discuss facts of life to help the next generation. Some of the
1: topics we will be discussing about here are parenting, schooling, talents, life hacks, new trends, travel, mindset and more. Hey guys, welcome
0: back to Connect the Dots podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about healthy boundaries, so mom.
1: What do you think healthy boundaries are to you? Oh, I like this, uh, you know, tables turning around. You're asking me questions and I have to answer. Yarishab. Yes. And why are you putting me in the spotlight, man? Because you have never been in the spotlight for a long time. (laughs) Okay, so healthy boundaries to me is nothing but um, knowing um, how do I put it in words? Like, to me, I visualize it like this, okay? So, we are like an open, you know, open book as a as a person. And the access to that book, the complete access to that book can be given to the most important people in your lives. Like, for me, it would be my husband and my children. You know, they have complete access to the book. But after that, the next, you know, people who fall in the, in the next category after that would be my parents and in-laws, so they would get, say, about 70% of, you know, the access to the book, okay? So that 70% is what I mean by a boundary, Rishab. And then when, after that comes to, it goes to friends and, you know, like, your work colleagues, they may get only 50% access. And then it comes to strangers who get only 10% access. So think of yourself as a book and draw boundaries of how much, you know, access... Each category of people in your life can get to that book. That's a very nice analogy. Thanks, Rishab. You know, spending time with you, when I've realized I'm getting spontaneous analogies, <laughs> it feels good, yeah. So,
0: how do you think people can implement these, you know, boundaries?
1: So, I think one very crucial um, method of implementing boundaries is for you to learn how to say no. Okay, so, say for example, you have a very close friend and that friend is in a dire need for money. You help that friend once, the friend takes the money and he or she just uh, fulfills the need that they have for the money. And then they ask you for help again, you help them again. They ask you for help a third time, you you start thinking a little bit, okay, this this person doesn't seem to understand that You know, he's taking advantage of my money. So, maybe you may help the third time. But the fourth time that the same person comes asking you for help, you should know how to say no. That's it. That is a very important ingredient of, you know, being able to set boundaries. Yes. So, I think I've covered everything. What are your thoughts on this? Do you have anything to say about boundaries? Like... How does it help in maintaining very fruitful relationships when you have boundaries? Like I'll ask you a question in context. Say for example, many people who are married, this one, this one, they would resonate with this. Like say, a girl gets married and then she goes to a family. No, not just with the husband, but the husband's parents and all of that. They're, they're all staying together in a family. I don't, I'm not saying joint family is not a good idea. But 99% of the time couples prefer being by themselves. Okay. So say for example, you stay in a joint family and then all all joint families have their own ups and downs and they have their own challenges. And you sort of at some time, I think 90% of people feel that oh, they're done with this and they just want to move out on their own. And husband and wife decide to go out on their own. Okay. So initially it may be a turbulent time. For the parents or the husband to adjust to this. But I think in my experience, what I've felt is that after years of, you know, uh, staying together and separate. What I mean by together and separate is, like me and my husband and children stay in a particular place and my in-laws stay somewhere else. So that distance has given us more understanding of each other's expectations and boundaries. And I think that has helped us have a more long-lasting relationship and it's definitely been a better deal so that is my experience but so on these lines rishab what do you think i mean now you're living only with me and dad and dhruva so if say for example if your grandparents also stayed in here with us permanently how would that be that <coughs> that would have
0: its ups and downs but as of now we don't want to break the stability so In my opinion, I wouldn't consider
1: it. And what do you think when you grow up and you have your own family, what do you think would be a more optimal situation? Like, would you want to stay with dad and me or would you want to like be having a home of your own and your family and stuff like that separate? What's your opinion on that? Just wanted to know out of curiosity. I'll be in the same city but I live somewhere else. Yeah, so how does that help? How do you think that, that helps being together and separate? It's like... You get to have your own privacy,
0: but you even get to meet your parents from time to time. So I feel that can give like a boost for the relationship.
1: Fantastic. And also the other thing is if you have two or three different places, then you have many places to go to. Rather than everyone staying in the same place, it gets boring after some time. So when when children are staying separate and then the parents are staying separate. And there are two children. Parents can go to the first child's house for some time. Then they can go to the second child's house for some time. Then the first child will come to their house. So it just becomes a nice uh, change of place. You know, it becomes interesting then. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so that is another aspect of boundaries. And uh, another thing which I thought of um, um, speaking when it comes to boundaries. Yeah, this is a very common thing. Like every child, every adolescent kid is taught about how, you know, especially girl children these days, how they should know uh, what's good touch and what's bad touch. And those are like very, now it's been taught in schools because we have a lot of these, um, you know, not so reliable people around. So children need to be taught on what are the boundaries they should set with any stranger that comes near them and stuff like that. So that's the third type of boundary. You can read up on that on Google. That's always there. So, um, I think that's about it, guys, for Boundaries. And um, I hope you like this episode. Rishabh, what do you think about this? Was it worth your time? Yes. Okay. This so, podcast is worth my time. Awesome. Of course. Huh? Awesome, Rishab. Awesome. And I really hope you guys like this episode as well. And do stay tuned for more such amazing conversations. And Rishab, I'm going to give it over to you for close
0: Yeah, so stay tuned for more episodes. If you like this one, share it with your friends. And
1: this is Connect the Dots signing off. Bye.